Welcome to Monday Club. Um, we've been blown right out, Nick. Uh, the girls have blown us out tonight. Um, everyone's blown us out tonight. But like I said, we've got to keep the show going. So we're just going to do an us one. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. We've never done one on one before, so. Oh, really? Oh, hey. Really um, but no, it's uh, no, it's nice to just have a chat. Like, basically, it's going to be a chat. Um, but as we start every week, what did you get up to last week, Nico? Uh, eased myself back into work, wasn't it? So, been off for a period of time. Uh, first two days ended up being a car crash because I, I riled myself up, like I said, showered everything first day. Couldn't work. The lady was just about to give birth, so we're like, that's fair. And then the second day, we'd only put one EICR in and I wanted to sort the van out and the woman for the EICR was for the station, she wasn't in. So, I was like, looked at Adam and went, let's go home. He was like, it's, it's quarter to nine. I was like, We've tried. We have tried. Uh, but yeah, then we had a board change, which I filmed. Um, should be out. Should have already been out by now. It was in a little kitchen cabinet on the corner. Uh, I got him to do the whole thing. I was sat at the dining room table watching him do it all. And I was watching YouTube on my iPad, bit of Mr. Beast. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. He did a really good job. It was a bit of a pain in the ass towards the end. You know, when you've got a fuse board, you've got two entries. All the cables, it was a fairly, it was only built in 07. All the cables, even the tails came through one back rear entry. Oh. So when he got to the bit for putting the RCBOs on, obviously you've got bulk of cables. Yeah. He just, it was neat, 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 terrible. And that's just the way it was. Um, Sometimes it's unavoidable. Um, yeah. I said to him, I couldn't have done it any other way he did it. Uh, we didn't I want to extend any cables. Because, like, probably being not. Me. Your hands um, wouldn't fit in the board. <laughs> um, and then later on the week, what do we do? Uh, just bits, just bits for tying some loose ends up. Um, and then today I went to go start a rewire, which was booked in for last week, but I pushed it to this week. And about eight o'clock last night, being Sunday night, I remember that Adam was at college tomorrow. So <laughs> to carry all the heavy stuff out of the van. So I went and saw the lady this morning, marked up a few things, and just said, I can't do anything today. I can't pull all the stuff out, move your furniture. So I just come back home and edit some videos and just had a good chat with her off. So yeah, so that's my really week. What about you? Done nothing. Nothing. Done nothing. One, I got. I earned enough money out of one fuse board change um, for the week. I don't mean I earned enough money. I earned my piece for that. What Adam did, <laughs> and then um, yeah, then went home. So yeah, what about you? Um, well, I haven't worked for three weeks, have I? So I had a, I had a no. couple of weeks holiday. Then I was just lazy. Um, just getting back into it. I needed a, I needed another week off because uh, I had some health issues um, and I just needed another week off. And then I sort of flopped about and then I got this job. I started today. Uh, it's at Kemsley Power Station. Um, so it's pretty perspective. Sam tried to ring me today and all I could hear was <sighs> like the phone signal. So it wasn't the signal, it's the wind. Where are you? I'm at the top of a power station. And, and cool. honestly, I am at the top of a power station where they've got like these um, intake fans that regulate the temperature of the boiler room. And it's my job to wire them up. So, yeah, if there's a blackout in Kent next week, you know, it's down to me. <laughs> but it, it's pretty phenomenal. You, I don't know how high up it is. Underfoot, 200 foot, I don't know. And uh, But you can see out right across the Isle of Sheppey, which, let's be fair, try not to go to the Isle of Sheppey. Um, it's Never a weird, it. weird place. It's a, it's so strange. 
It's so strange. I can't even explain. It's just a strange place. Uh, but you can see out. It's a very beautiful landscape. Um, but, yeah, it's just windy, man. Windy all day long. But, again, I'm fascinated with places like that. Fascinated with heavy industrial. Um, it blows my mind how people even think up. Now, could you imagine being an architect that goes, right, okay, here we go. Let's uh, draw a power station and how everything works and all that. It, 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 yes a little bit like that I, I couldn't comprehend the sheer thing that you've got to do with it but i always think and i was listening to something the other day uh it was a guy saying uh, about traveling back in time you know if like you and me said oh well, let's go back to the 17th century or whatever yeah with all the knowledge we know now you think oh you know i could go back there it's like well i don't know how to make a fucking iphone <laughs> i realistically don't know how to build a church and how they cut the sandstone and get arches done i, I sort of i've seen it and then it's like, what could I do? I could make a wheel. That's as far as it would go. You know, I, could I invent electricity if I went back that far? Probably not. And I just think, it, you know, you you think of all these things of what we've got and you think, oh, yeah, I sort of know how back, that works. If you went back too far, they didn't have cable, did they? So, <laughs> so I'll go invent I'll go making cable. Copper. Yeah, I'll go How do awesome... you even make cable? Uh, no, I don't have to make the cable. I know how to mine a, a copper and um, yeah. sort of the very old caveman style when they put it in. And they but and you can that, smelt the copper. You can get it into copper, copper ingots. Yep. You're welcome. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then physically drawing it out other in... than a, a handvil and hammer, but hand, handvil? No, you're no, not doing it with an anvil. anvil and hammer. No. You but I mean, have... just uh, just to... But then still, no, you would still need to make the steel to make that. Yeah, and that's anyway. the whole thing. It's like, where do you start? Right? Yeah, and, then, and then you could probably make some sort of... AC motor, probably. I've got. Probably I reckon not. I could, if I had like a lifetime of messing about, I kind of understand the basic principles of a motor, of a motor, or a generator type thing. I probably could fathom something over a lifetime. Maybe I could be the first. Maybe, the first yeah. Tesla. But the reality is, where do you start? It's such a dumb <laughs> thing. What are we I talking know. about? I just like the question, and it had me thinking for ages. You know, like if you were to go back in time, like. What one thing, a bit of knowledge that you have now, you know you could take back and use to your advantage, like either coin in on it or, do you know what I mean? Like, what you could I was, do, I was really thinking, is if you've got a gift of the gab, you go to like, you con your way into like the rich court of King Henry VIII or whatever. Say, listen, I need a team of your best engineers, your best scientists, the best of the best. Give me a team. And I will give you a weapon in about five years. A weapon that is unmatched. And then there's things you could there's things you could what, do. What, hang on, so what would this weapon be? Well, you like a bullet, straight away. Because they at the King Henry the Eighth time they were just coming into muskets, weren't they? So the muskets are dumb. Right, yeah. So you, but could, you could somehow produce if you yourself had engineers, a bullet, yeah. if you had engineers and people who had knowledge of the time, you could probably make a bullet case. Now you're laughing. Now you're on a roll. Now you've made the gun. Now you've now you've got untold coin coming in. Like you're now you can start. The first thing you go to is weapons. I just try to arrow. That's how people get. That's how people get rich. I would go back in time and figure out how to make toothpaste for everyone. Because I can imagine going back in then. You're looking at everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Toothpaste and razors for women. I want them hairy armpits, do you? Oh, some people like that nowadays. No. I'm saying I do. I'm, I'm not saying I do. I do. But anyway, we digress. Um, it was a good so, story, though. 
um yeah so off to i'm so i'm working on power station at the moment it's really fun um i really love the, the the heavy industrial environment only downside is they got a water treatment plant around the corner which stinks of poo all day and then oh. the, this is uh they take house like being waste. back in croydon then is it <laughs> better than oh. birmingham i don't live in birmingham well you definitely do um <laughs> Um, uh, and then this place is like a power station that runs off of household waste. Um, so it just stinks like garbage. How's that work? I don't know. I haven't got that far involved yet. Listen Maybe to that's me, something so. you could take back in time, eh? No, it's too complicated. No. Like I said, it takes us back full circle. Imagine being the architect that designs that, the team of architects. Right, so what we're going to do is design a power station that runs off of um nonsense from household waste okay sweet well where do we start and then all the little intricacies and everything to do with it. mate it blows my mind how smart or yeah. I, I wouldn't even know how to manage that process but anyway getting to the point of the story is working with this old boy well he's not that old he's 58 and he's from sheffield and he's done it man and boy but he's always stayed away um, so he's always sort of done two weeks on the job and then a weekend home. Can you imagine that? He's got family. His got entire wife, life. Entire life. Listen, he's been staying in a B&B on the Isle of Sheppey, right, for four years. Two weeks, one weekend off. Four years. That's, uh, that's impressive. On this power station. They built it out of the ground. It's brand new. And he was there on day one and they'd be there on the end of it. But for four years, he never took a week off in four years. I bet he's I minted now as well. He must have mad dollar, right? He's going to retire in two years time. Good for him. But my thing is, I said to him, I said, like, I can't get my head around it. I was like, so for four years, this is all you've done. Like, you actually... And he stayed in the same B&B for four years as well. Imagine, Ooh. like, when the job comes to an end and you've got to shoot off from there. I, I would have feelings about that place. I know. I bet Do he's put I mean? some shelves up. He's put some pictures up. Yeah, and it's like he's had the same room, the same thing. Everything's been good for four years. I know the owner of the B&B is happy. Jesus. Yeah, like, but I don't get it. I don't. So if he's on an island, what do you say, island of Sheppey? So, where, so is there where a ferry or something? So where we are, um, Swale, it's called, is the area. Um, and then you've got the Isle of Sheppey, and then it's quite close. I mean, you could if you, you could throw a stone from one side of the river to the other side of the river that separates the Isle of Sheppey from where we are. The big, it's, right. Yeah, quite it's a, a bridge, fun. then. You could do it. Yeah. Oh, it's a bridge as well. Yeah. So the bridge to the Isle of Sheppey is just down the road. Um, so it's, it's a strange setup. Um but yeah, you just go across the bridge. Twenty minutes, he's at his B and B. Twenty minutes in the morning, he's at work. Now they they start work at seven, and they finish work at half six every day. Oh, that's a that's a that's not a fun every job. day. And they do two weeks on, and then one weekend off. They finish on at eleven on a Friday, shoot home at eleven on a Friday. Might take them five six hours to get home get home, spend a weekend with their wife, and then, bomb, Monday morning, they're travelling again. And they're two weeks away from the wife and family. Like, how do you do that? 
Nah. But this, uh... this isn't this isn't rare. A lot of like your northern workers and that, like in industrial and commercial, they stay away for these long periods of time. They do a they do a whole life's journey of going through the sparking trade, staying away. It's not just sparking; it's other trades as well. But man, fair play to them. I I couldn't mate, do it. I get like I'm doing four days long, a long four days and one short Friday. I'm leaving here. I'm leaving my house at six. Get. And I'm getting in, um, I'll probably be getting in at half seven, eight o'clock for four days. Yeah. Barely going to see my daughter. I'm not happy. I'm really yeah. like, I'm considering not going. They're doing this as a, that's a standard. Just imagine what you missed just to earn money. I, I, I don't get it. It's, it's... I, I said this when I worked away on, on, the, on the podcast a while ago, like the, the, the stuff the guy's got to deal with. I know it's different now. We've got phones, we've got, iPhones, you've got FaceTime and whatnot. It's not the same as real life, but it's definitely a step forward. But how the guys used to do it week in, week out, and same hotel room or another premier in with a cooked breakfast in the morning, and nah. just oh, I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. And the thing is, like, it doesn't matter how healthy you think you're going to eat, it ain't the same. No, you always go for a pint after work. Oh, you end up, oh, just, just go Sainsbury's tonight and get one of them cooked chickens. You don't feel any healthier just eating a cooked chicken and a bit of salad because that <laughs> cooked chicken feels disgusting anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, and you're just eating in your room and you're like, it's all sloppy. And then your room got, stinks. I know when got, we left uh, London, we. That's, that's that big for your water. And you're like, yeah, like I know when we left the, um, the one in London, we'd been there for five nights. Sunday, just stayed there Sunday night, went back Friday night, and uh, there was. Four boxes of Domino pizzas, like half eaten. Um, a burger, priest wrappers, uh, empty beer bottles. Like, because there wasn't ever like, a big bin around. We just left them in there. And in the end, I looked at it all. And I went to <laughs> our room stinks. And he was like, "Yeah, it does." I've told you that every day. Like, it didn't bother me. He was like crawling the walls with it. It's a. It is. It, it's horrible. All that staying away. I, I can't do it. I tried it <clears throat> a couple of times. I tried it. Once in Slough's, no, not Slough. Where's that place? Where they, Swindon, Swindon. And I tried it once in Liverpool and I lasted a week on both. And I was just so miserable the whole time because I was like, well, I'm not going home and see my wife. I'm not going home and see my dog. Like my child went about then. But um, I was just like, no, what am I doing this for? And like some people just, might do it for an escape though. Like there's some people might actually really enjoy it. You're in the wrong marriage if you escape him from your wife. Like we all no, do I mean, it. Esca- we all do an it. Escape. Yeah, I don't mean escape as in from loved ones. I mean escape from the whole thing to, to, to go out and do their own thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but don't because some people they don't like being tied down like like that day in, day out. So I'm not saying I can say to you as well, it's exactly the same. If you're not happy in a relationship, then you should be in one. But some people can't compute with that type of relationship where you see each other every day or whatever. I don't know. Listen, I've I got need a friend my like own it. time. Listen, I need my own time. Amanda tell you, this shed is my sanctuary. Sometimes I just come out here and I'll sit out here just because I can't be bothered to deal with the talking. You know, but it stinks in that shed, doesn't it? No, it's blessed in this shed. This shed is blessed. The only thing is, at the moment, um, I've got all my brewing equipment over there, which is annoying me because it's not tidy. But I haven't had mm. time because um, I've been brewing my own whiskey, rum, brandy, basically 
strong alcohol. And Very I'm nice. not even drinking. I've actually given away more than I've drunk. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I like giving it away more than I like drinking it. It's and getting really people's good. reactions with it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I made, um, I made, anyway, when talking about electrical industry. Um, oh, okay. So, um, I was saying I want to broach. Go it's on. a contentious subject. What That's not like it? you at all. What month is it? September. Um, and what is a September for? Is it for? Oh, oh, uh, safe isolation. Right. Month. Where did that come from, first of all? Where did it come from? I saw it on know? Instagram. So then automatically you're on board. Well, I think it's a good thing. Why do you think it's a good thing? It's raising awareness that everyone should be using safe isolation around the electrical industry. When was that never a thing? Well, it, it's it, sh- it should always have been a thing. but the It fact was always being, a thing. I know, but how often do you see it actually on social media being represented <sighs> so this is a thing, to be pushed out? Oh, Sam's got a penis bonnet. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I have. Right. So when I was at college, safe isolation was a thing. You had to practice safe isolation at college, right? Yes. I'm not ancient old, but I'm old enough to know that that was, you know, some time ago. You had to do your safe isolation. Couldn't you? So you had to safe isolate. You had to lock off everything, do all that sort of stuff. You had to do it when you energize the board or anything like that. Even um, in the um, even in the college, it's always been a thing. It's always been there. What I find, I find it a little bit disingenuous some of the people that get on this safe isolation um, bandwagon now as a thing as a thing i support safe isolation um nah well listen i don't support it it's just what you do when you are an electrician don't work live if you don't need to you isolate it so you go and do your safe isolation you lock it off to me, that's just a given. That's what you do as an electrician. If you don't do that as an electrician, you're not working right. So you're working safely. sloppy. Yeah. No, you're working sloppy. No, no, you're not working safely. No, it's, it's not, not safely. Just your... It's sloppy. Yeah, because say, as they always say on site, you are your own safety officer. If you leave anything to chance, it's your fault. So, and as Samuel Jackson says, assumption is a mother of all fuck ups. So you take away that assumption by doing your safe isolation. That's a given. So what's it all this about? Is what, what, this is what we sort of, I never really thought about your way, but obviously with me, it's one DB in a domestic place. If I've locked it off, I know it. But obviously with your work on stuff in the commercial, you could have th- like three three-phase boards and someone could come and cut your padlock off or like it'd be very different. There's a million things that could go wrong. And mm. there's only so like... As with any accident reduction or incident reduction, you put things in place to minimise the risk. Fair enough, right? Safe isolation is one of those things. But it's not a foolproof plan. Um, And I feel like the disingenuous nature of some of the people pushing it makes me feel like I want to be sick. It's such an easy thing to be virtuous about. It's like... Oh, I'll, like you could go and spend hundred quid on lock-off kits and, and, and safe isolation stuff, and, and send it to a college, and then that's it. You're a legend. Oh, look at me. Oh, I no, uh... like we've all done it. I've like the amount of safe isolation kits I've facilitated behind the scenes without 
chatting about it, which I've just done now, but I've done stuff like that. I've done all that. But a lot of people, I think, are on the bandwagon because it's very easy to look like you are the guy without doing a lot. Well, if that's the case or if it's not the case, it's still spreading awareness to... This is all I care about. It's still spreading awareness that people should be doing it as much as possible. But what do you mean spreading awareness to something that you should be doing anyway? What are you to, talking about? To, to, to people that maybe that don't do it. Because there's a Why lot of sparks you do that it? I Because there's a lot of sparks out there that don't do it. They took, cut corners. And maybe it's showing to the young lads on Apprentices that all follow us influencers on Instagram Listen, you or YouTube. Lot get, you lot get wrecked for it on on, on social media. You, uh, YouTubers. I've never have done. I've always used a lock and off kit and shame one. People talk about unsafe practices and you, uh, you come up a lot. Um, <laughs> but no, I saw you come up today, funnily enough. People talk about YouTubers and their unsafe practices. What, me directly? Or just you? I've heard your name thrown in the mix. Oh, and what's this on then? I can't remember. I, listen, oh, I can't wow. be specific. If I had to be specific, I'd have brought a pen and paper to the show. But wow. what I'm saying is, this safe isolation thing, right? It's great. Yet yeah, do do what it is. But don't just because you come up with safer September, don't automatically mean that you know everyone's got to support it. It's well, really something you it. need to support. Well, I, I disagree. I think it's something you can support. You're just annoyed that Why? you didn't come up with the idea yourself. That's all it I, is, Sam. I literally don't <laughs> care enough about the industry or anything to do with it enough anymore. I've done my bit and I've failed miserably. I leave it to others. But I will talk about the, the BS. Right, here's an example. Someone out there has just made a course, on, a deep course on um, Sparky Ninja. He's made a deep dive into the world of safe isolation right now on the whole i think he does a lot of really good stuff for the industry whether we get on personally or professionally or whatever we don't okay that's no secret that you know there's been a rift between e5 and old egte many years and i i don't really i don't really carry the torch for all that it's nonsense i'm a grown man um, but what I find is you have someone like that who's been doing it for years and then you've got these other people that come up and go, oh, look, I'm a, oh, yeah, safe isolation here, safe isolation here. And it's just like, so you, do you it's think that these... it's a it's virtue right. signaling of the highest order. Okay. And it's unnecessary because it's already being done. I know, but I don't think there's any harm in people, new people coming in and, and approaching the subject and bringing awareness to Why? it. I, I, like, Why? You, you, because I don't think there's any harm with it whatsoever. Why? Because if anything, it's just promoting it more. For what? You should. It's For people totally, to be aware it's of. Part it. of what you do, it's part of the ethos of being an electrician. Yes, what I do know. You need to this... I start saying, "Oh well, I'm going to also um, promote um, stripping cables correctly." Well, it's not difficult. No, it's not. It's not difficult. Uh, it's pretty easy, and it stops them from falling out the back of the box. That, uh, that really, that's as simple as I it is. I think I would say it's been promoted more than it should be because people aren't doing it, and people are still dying from not doing it. Oh, mate, people are still dying from like falling yeah, down but, the stairs. It don't mean to say yeah. there should be a, and a people are dying dive from... into falling down the stairs and how to avoid it. Well, what, there should be. 
if it's saving people's lives if it's saving people's lives and it's a simple literally as simple as a tweet or an instagram post or a little youtube video that could it's, potentially at some point save someone's like shush save someone's life there's no reason virtuous. it can't be done it's not virtuous if you are if you agree with me industry, and put it down below basics no, no let's, let's make this a discussion now. Everyone in the comments oh, I, on YouTube, do you agree with me or do you agree with Sam? Do you agree right. with me that do there's no harm doing it? All, all publicity is good publicity, or do you believe it's basics? What you're talking about? Pause it and go ahead. I can't wait to read these. <laughs> yeah, ba- basics. What you're talking about? Why? Why does? Why does it have to be a thing? Why have we got a, a safe isolation month? leave off now a big shout out to eddie clement who is a very very good guy um he's a big part of behind safe isolation september whatever it is um and i have a lot of respect for him he's a good guy and he backs up what he's what he does but all i'm saying is probably gets more people behind it than it needs to what a load of shit. <laughs> Just shut, no, shut because up. I think a lot of people do it to virtue signal and go, I'm part of this this uh this crew of really holier than now people. And when I really think there's something wrong with that. Why? I why? just think it's just good to see it online for young lads to go, right, all these top guys are doing it. I should be doing it if we want to be like, you know, who from- look who looks online and goes, Oh look, there's Eddie Clements, he does it. I'm I don't do. mean just like Eddie. I mean, as in like, like look, you? the support it's like, got. Well, why not? All you little Batman hat wearers well, why not? you and go, Nick does it, I'm going to do it. No. Well, a lot, no, I have that many messages like that. from people. I have that many messages from young lads or people saying, we started the trade. Show me one. Watch what you do. I could show you hundreds. Show That's me one how right confident now. I am. I'm not going to get my phone right now. Oh, all right. You can't okay. show me then. Right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I'll show you. Let's <laughs> see one Batman hat Hat it. Listen, that's what we're going to call Nick's followers. Hat Not one, see? I, oh, mate, you have no idea how many messages I have. Show me one. Yeah. You can't even show me one. You've been you've been out here for ten minutes. <laughs> I will. I will find this <laughs> by the end. Let's just carry on with the podcast because the people, <laughs> mate, you have no. I have literally thousands of messages on instagram from people saying oh, i've started this because of you and the way you work and adam and it's really nice to see and you know there's a lot of stuff they copy us with either tool bags or the way they do the van or yeah, that's obviously just... going to happen but i don't think what you do because you don't really show enough of what you do in terms of your safe practices yeah you're throwing a little snippet in that because it's the done thing you're following yeah, the crowd. I need to make sure that people know we're working safe for care? Adam's sake. Do you care? For Adam's sake, obviously. Every board that he's ever worked on is locked off. But I feel like people need to see that bit or they don't believe you. That's the problem. So you're not doing it because you genuinely believe in it. You're showing it because showing you don't want to get there. called out, is what you're saying. No, I'm, no, I'm showing <laughs> it out there. We Adams, I've never ever let him work live. It's never ever been the case. It's not what I could do as a like professional and, and a boss. Everything has to be hundred percent. Everything has to be locked off because that's the way it is. That's the way I was taught, and I've had electric shocks before in the past, and it's not cool. <laughs> um, but I put it on my videos now on purpose to show people that this is the way it's done. This is what we do. I don't ever normally go out to the meter box outside, open up, shove the camera in his face to show off because I don't feel like I had to before. But people have made comments before. I hope it's locked off. It's like, 
the tails are hanging out the fuse board. There's bare like. What do you think of no, But this is what I'm talking about. The lock-off craziness is uh, uh, it's so virtuous and it makes me sick. There's some people who are out there walking the walk, like Eddie, like Ninja to... Oh, it does pain me to say that. Like Ninja, he goes out there, walks the walk. Yeah, he might sell a few courses off the back of it, but good for him. Why, why can't he? It's all part of it. You know, yeah. um, and I think... But then you get other people who jump on board and they get all virtuous about it like you... And they, um, you know, I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand the the disingenuous nature of this lock-off lock. That is my opinion on it. But you actually reminded me of a funny story that I don't think I've ever told. So my mum's friend, Karen, uh, her Karen. ex-husband, she was a salt back in the day. Um, mad salt, like... When I was like 13, she was a proper salt. Anyway, um, her husband at the time, Mark, was an electrician. And he had an old tester. You know the wind-up ones? The wind-up ones, yeah. yeah. And uh, he said, hey, hold this. And so gullible as I am, I've always been gullible, held it. And he cranked it up and I got a shock off it. I was like, oh. And then... Me and my mates all tried to see who could hold it the longest as he cranked it. Can you imagine? That's <laughs> really not very good. Like, no. how far we've had it at college before. I mean, I won't name any names, any lecturers. Everyone was told to hold hands in a circle. The first person was told to hold this probe, and then the last person was told to hold this probe, and that's and that was like the second or third day in. And the more people you added, the more more it hurt. Believe it or not. And, yeah, but um, where's the safe fire station here then, bro? Why you? It wasn't in the main. Why are you glorifying? Uh, why are you glorifying shocking people? Because it's the difference between a battery and a mains voltage, which kill you. There's no difference. One amp can kill difference. you. One milliamp can kill you. <sighs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, but no, I wanted to broach that subject. I, f- I feel like it's necessary. Um, what else is new in the industry? Are you going? You're, are you going Lex this week? Yes, I'm not. <laughs> no, I I literally it snuck up on me all of a sudden. I've got to, I've got mm. my reserve my space, but I fucking I ain't got time. I just literally don't have it. I thought you had Fridays off for half a day. Yeah, I still not yeah, but it's a distance from you though, isn't it? Really, oh, it mate, is. it's five hours. Why don't you get to the one in London then in a couple of weeks? I might do. Yeah. I probably will do something like that. Coventry's a big one, isn't it? Because it's kind of in the middle. Everyone's yeah. there. You'll be there. Savo will be there. There'll be a few people there. Um, and I'm gutted for not going. Um, it's just it, it just crept up on me. Um, and to be honest with you, it's the first one back since COVID. You've got to have a COVID passport and all that stuff. Excuse me. I'm not really feeling all that. Yeah, well, I saw that they removed. Is it the you don't have to have the pass, nightclub passports or anything? Not come on the news, isn't it? Don't know. Yeah, because they made loads. I'm oh, gone. You're only like half hour from um, Coventry. Isn't Coventry, you? Uh, forty-five minutes to an hour in the morning. So it's I remember, only when, I remember when I went. Yeah, I remember when I went last couple of years ago with Adam, and halfway there, one of the road was closed. Literally just closed within two minutes of me getting there, and we ended up taking the fucking motorway the wrong way. <laughs> I know, right? Are you um, uh, going to be wearing a Monday Club t-shirt or not? 
I don't have a Monday Club t-shirt. Just because you're out of order. Have you got a Joe Rogan t-shirt on? Yeah, mate. That's Hot the same top, to be fair. Like Hot father. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm going. I, I wanted to do it a couple of years ago with um, walking around with the GoPro, like just filming it a bit. But I just don't want to be that person. Yeah, mate, you're going to get mobbed. Like, not mobbed, but you're going to get recognised. People are going to want to talk to you. It's going to be really awkward. Um, and you're going to, like, there's going to be no filming. No, just and there's shame. just so many people to talk to as well because you're going to be like, you're going to see like, I don't know, Dickface Sparky comes up to you and it's like on Instagram. And you're like, oh. oh, shit. And then you end up putting a name to a face. I think yeah. Kimmy's going to be there. I think Sam's going to be there. Um, I know Mark's not going. Neil's not going. I don't think Rick's going. I'm not going. Um, it's just such a bop. It's so far for me. It's so far. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, David lives around the corner. Exactly. So Dave texted me. And said, I think Dave's going both days. He said, "Well, this is it. If I was going to go, I want to go both days. So that's two days off work after having three mm. weeks off work. Don't know. I'm going to tell that to the missus. Plus a hotel room, plus a load of nonsense that I'm going to buy there anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to take my card with me and just have a laugh. We'll laugh with Adam. See what. To be fair, I don't really need anything, but it's just nice to have a walk around and buy some stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and you get good deals there. The other thing is, you um, the the standout thing for me was when I went, well, whenever it was, a couple of years ago, was going out that evening. Me and Rick went out that evening. NJC yeah. Electrical, um, a few other people, Karen Boone from She's Electric, and yeah. we just went out for a curry that night, and it was so fun, and it was such a good laugh, and I had the hottest curry in the world, and nearly died. Um... <laughs> Sounds like you. I hear my dog sniffing the door. Um, but yeah, other than that, mate, I'm not going to Alex. Um, you are. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. What, what other topics? What, what, why were you so miserable last week? Last week? A week? What? Listen, you just put up a thing on YouTube. I'm going to quit YouTube. Let's have a conversation <laughs> about it. Yeah, well, I pretty much touched on it in, in last week's one, but it was uh, obviously not being able to do anything stuck in the house, not being able to move properly. It just took a real toll mentally on me, really, really badly. Uh, that motorbike. Yeah, loudest motorbike in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, Just it just knocked me down a few peg, and I, I didn't want to speak to you. I didn't want to speak to anyone. Didn't answer the phone, didn't answer emails. I didn't, didn't literally didn't want to speak. It's the first time ever since being self-employed i left my phone upstairs normally it goes room to room with me for the moment i leave it somewhere it'll ring and it pisses me off do you feel like what's also do you feel like you might have been a little bit burnt out as well and I, the reason i say this is because you went through this mad stage of doing eicrs non-stop rewires um, rewires rewires <laughs> rewires eicrs rewires EI, just non-stop for months and months and months barely had time to touch down do you feel like it was just a culmination of that and then having the back go out and, and the way you've been on such a such like in sixth gear the whole time and now you're now you're in neutral you're like what am i doing in my life yeah i wouldn't say it's burnt out because I'd, I'd been on holiday the week before um chilled out for a bit i don't really like even like going on holiday now like i don't enjoy it as much because First of all, you know it's like with kids. I've got three kids. It's a stress as itself, like it is. Um, don't not saying I don't enjoy it, but having to 
prep everything, make sure, obviously when I get them on holiday, it's not only just paying for the holiday, it's paying for the time off on holiday and yes. paying for Adam while I'm on holiday. And then it's playing catch up on phone calls and emails and quotes when you get back. It just adds this extra layer of stress where I just sometimes go, I'd just rather not go on holiday. Um, that's honestly what it's like sometimes. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I love spending time with the family and going away. I think going abroad is a bit better because when people try and ring you and they hear the phone go to a funny dial, they go, oh, shit, and they put the phone down because yeah. I think they're going to get charged more, which is sort of all right. But when you're holidaying in, the, in, in England, it's just a bit like, I just, most of the time I just answer the phone, just say, listen, I'm on holiday, just drop us an email, and I'll reply to you when I get back. But that could happen about 42 times a day. And you're a bit like, oh, when the phone, you just literally get off the phone, it rings again. But that's just the nature of the beast of being busy, which is which is nice. I don't know. But then coming back from holiday and then still having a bad back, it just took such a mental thing with me. Um, I just, I did enough. I just, I, I just, and that's the thing about YouTube. I actually sat there and was like, I, I honestly, because I kept coming up to try and do a video of some sort. I wanted to do an analytics video. Um, and I turned the camera on about four times within the same day on turn on computer. And I literally sat here and I was like, I don't give a fuck about this. Literally, I hate I was like, I don't even know why I'm doing it anymore. I hate it. The thought of having to reply to all these messages and and, and do all this. I was like, I just had enough. I went back on the sofa, felt like shit, tried to come up and go, shut myself out of it, did it again. And this lasted about four days until I was like, I I, I, I just can't be asked anymore. Like, I lost the love for it in a spell of literally a week. I know what you mean. Um, I can sort of empathise a little bit. I um, I had something similar when I was doing the union and all that stuff. And this is why I sort of touched on the fact that I'm done with helping the industry. If people get something from the podcast, then great. Um, but I'm, there's no sort of helping the industry for me as such because I've done all that. I've done all that and I tried so hard and I put so much effort into it. And when it sort of come to an end, I was fucking lost. Mm. And I was a bit like all over the place and stuff. And I got really down and I had something quite similar uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, you know what? Um, I, I could be done with YouTube. I went through this. I went through the same thing because YouTube's another thing as well. It's like, it's so rewarding, but at the same time, it can be so punishing. Yeah. Because you've got like this self-imposed nonsense that you put on yourself to reach a certain amount of numbers each week and keep the grind up, keep putting out content, keep doing stuff yeah, and be consistent. Yeah. And it's it can difficult. be crushing. It could not. Oh, well, it's me. Oh, poor YouTubers. Yeah, whatever. But it's a culmination of things. That's just another layer of stress. And I can only imagine when you're running your business, you've got an apprentice, three kids, family, bad back, all this culminates and you're like, Saint's got to go. And the first mm. thing that always comes up is, well, YouTube can go. Yeah, pretty much. Social media in general. Just went yeah, out the social window, didn't go on yeah. any of it. Um, but I I think one of my problems, a lot of people said this, because I was having so many painkillers, because I had, I had to. I've always refused painkillers on literally throughout normal day of life with headaches. I don't take it because I think when I want it to work, I want to take it. I think if you take too many, like, my other afters, you know, every other day, like, like they're sweets. Um, oh, I've got a headache, I'll have one. They just don't work as much. Um, yeah, but I think a lot of people are saying, well, the painkillers you're on, I think that's making me feel even worse mentally 
I think it does sick. Um, so I just thought one day, I thought, I'm not, I'm just gonna stop taking them and I just deal with the pain. Um, and it wasn't so bad because I'd been doing exercises warming up. So once I got going after sitting down for a while, I could sort of stand up straight and be happy. Yeah. yeah. And then after about a time, I lean over, do some stretches, sit back down. It's when you try and stand up quickly, it would just break you. Um, and it's the, the day after I stopped, like, I didn't have any pain because it's on the Wednesday. On the Thursday, I woke up and I was just like, oh. And I look forward to going in the office and just tidying up a little bit or doing yeah. something. And that was like the start of like, oh shit. And then it was on the Friday, I was like, oh, I feel good. And I started like answering the phone and ringing people and speaking to friends. And then it comes to the Saturday where I recorded that. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday, I recorded that video. And I'd been chatting to me that half, like chewing her ear off about it for about two hours. I was like, I'm going to go and record this. I said, people need to know. Now I'm feeling better. Like I need to know the mindset of it so they can either recognize it if they're in the rut or they can experience something like that in the future. They could sort of relate to it a little bit because people don't talk about it ever. No, a lot of, a lot of times social media is a funny thing because a lot of it is um, talking about how awesome life is. Like I've got it's my not. own personal, <laughs> I've got my own personal um, Instagram. That's just pictures of, the good times it's like a little um cultivation of pictures of the good times and i'll put that on there if anyone looked at it they'd think i'm living the greatest life of all time mm. but the reality is like i've had some of the roughest weeks of my life in the last couple of weeks um and you know we don't talk about that because it's not it's kind of not sexy if you like do you know what i mean people yeah and people don't, don't want to put a downer on you other people like they're listening to it the last thing they want to hear is us like moaning about oh, a headache or a bad back or whatever but unfortunately it's a real world and we are flooded now nowadays even my kids and your kids growing up they will be flooded with you need to have these pair of jeans or you're not cool you need to have your hairstyle a certain oh, way or you're not cool you need to have a six-pack you need to have fake boobs you need to have a boob um an ass brazilian butt lift or or you need to have a slim waist but you need to have a big ass and big tits unless you're not attractive it's like that is now the thing all over social media and like us lot, we need to have a nice clean new tool bags with new and nice clean tools. I see all the pictures of the guys, which I, I follow and I like, I look at the tools and go, that ain't fucking realistic though. Cause the moment I touch mine after being in a loft, it's black. It's covered yeah, in dust. And yeah. Dirt. yeah. Um, and you know what? It's funny. Uh, you talk about that. It's funny. You talk about them people in their clean tool bags. Cause if I'm, if I like, well, I'm going to have a bit of a loafing time now. And I'm going on social media and I'm looking at, and I see some tool bags and I look at mine, I'm like, oh, mine is look like that. I need one new tools. <laughs> well, you know, when we're drilling down lights, yes, we've got the Dade or before and before we had Dades, everything would be covered white. And then we get dragged, it would go outside in the rain for a little bit. You know, it is not, I never hoover the bottom of the tool bag out. It just comes to a point where I go, there's too much stuff in here now. We'll take the tools out, tip the bag upside down, chuck it in the bin. But this is the problem with social media, not just like, not for a sparks and whatnot, but our kids in general of you need to look a certain way to, to, to for people to accept you and whatnot it's like people just need to be happy being themselves but no one is preaching it and that's the problem everyone has this and all the people that have hundreds of thousands and millions of followers are always the people putting on the fake life not everyone but a majority yeah, but then you look you at get, the kardashians and yeah and, and then and you and get one of them go i'm so depressed today and then it's like well you know and they're yeah. like do you know what I mean? And then they kind of do the depression one because it's like, oh, that's in at the moment. So Checking it's in to be depressed or to suffer from anxiety and stuff. It's a funny old world, man. But listen, um, I'm going to call it. Okay. 
before we go down the road of mocking everyone. Um, <laughs> listen, Monday Club, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>